ready? I am ready. <laughs> Welcome back to Degenerates Not Your Mom's podcast. This is episode 58. And this is Legina. I'm Legina. And I am with the one and only <laughs> Rodrigo. <laughs> so Yusuf is still in recovery. He's good, but he is resting. Of course, when he gets back, we'll hear all about what is happening, but I think it is a little bit hard for him to have long conversations. So um, this episode, we are joined by our second guest of the year, my roommate, my co-worker, and my boyfriend that everyone knows. <laughs> so yeah, he just waved at the camera. I know everyone can't see that. <laughs> So it's like I'm mute or something? Like, what, I, don't, I cannot speak. What do you mean? It's like I waved at the camera, but I cannot speak. I cannot say hi to anybody. I'm here, everybody. <laughs> hello, hello. Don't, don't miss me. I know you all miss me, but I'm here. <laughs> and I also want to say uh, to Yusef, you know, I wish you a super fast recovery. Man. Like, uh, I'm here filling in, you know, and uh, my day, my day off. So... What do you mean your day off? Yeah, my day off, you know, like my day off of <laughs> podcasting. Because I never podcasted, so like, this is my first day, my first appearance. Right. Wow. I mean, first official appearance. Yeah. Because during the pandemic, um, when we oh, wow. did maybe like 10 episodes that we always talk about, we, we released one. But yeah, he was in a lot of them. Rodrigo was in a lot of them. Walking back and forth was, in the background. <laughs> I was in the background, like, seeing if Regina wanted a, a drink, a shot. <laughs> I think I was in one of them in the middle of, like, they were taking a break and I was in there talking. Like, I think, I don't even know if I talk in the camera or not. Yeah, I think Maybe there I was did. once that um, Rodrigo was super high oh, yeah. and he started joining in on the conversation <laughs> because at that time we lived in a studio. We lived in a studio, so while I was recording, he was sitting next to me where like the cameras can't see. So he was like listening to everything and it was uncomfortable. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it was uh, definitely the experience that we went through with. Through okay. that, like through COVID, it was definitely uncomfortable, but good. <laughs> but okay, look, even Rodrigo's saying that Yusuf and I came a long way. Our conversations oh are... <laughs> yeah, no, I remember, like, honestly, the first, like, the first year when you did the podcast, the first time, I think it was, like, only, like, half a year. We didn't even post it. Uh, <laughs> but, like, the first time around, like, it was pretty bad, honestly. It was, like, really, really bad. And... um I remember telling her that, and she's like, oh, what? Like, she get mad at me. Like, we, we don't know what we're doing, so, like, shut up. Like, we never said that. We always <laughs> you say, said that we always say we do not know what the fuck we're doing. Exactly. But, but we know if, like, we know what's happening, you know? We know when, what we're bad at. We know what we're good at. But anyways, we've improved. We've come a long way. Yusef, you listening? <laughs> Absolutely. No, I, I want to... Like, this is from someone that was sitting in the background listening to all our drunk, weird, awkward episodes. I think it was kind of so, funny. I, like, I see the video, and you could see me in the background, like, far away, like... Right, just, sitting in this round chair. Yeah, like, just listening. <laughs> it was fun. It was fun. Like, I definitely learned a lot about you, Legina, back then, like, through listening. 
Oh so, yeah, yeah, rough just, times, rough times. It was, yeah, no, definitely <laughs> a learning experience, and uh, you know, like I would learn a lot about uh, how to how to conduct ourselves, like especially you know, like through through life. And uh, I think it's it's good, you know. It was a, it was a good learning experience. Like I'm glad like you have this podcast. Like, you came so long, 58 episodes. I was like, that's a full year and <laughs> that, change. That you is, know? Like, yeah. A few more, and well, thank you so much for having me. And like of course, I, thank now, you I, for joining. I, I hope uh, <laughs> like next time I'm here, like I'm with Yusuf too. And like right, no, of course this is kind of something. This is like know. you're you're like a co-host right now, like a substitute teacher, you know. But next time you'll be like a proper guest with both of us drilling you with questions and stuff. But for today, I mean, before we go on, I hope everyone has their drinks. We today we have this huge. Topo Chico. Not too chiquito, but not too chico, but right. first Topo Chico. <laughs> A huge Topo Chico. We, we had to get something Mexican, right? Since you're... <laughs> I have no idea why. You, you're but, the one that got a Mexican. Well, <laughs> anyways, um, this is a strawberry guava flavor. Uh, we're going to do some uh, ASMR here. <laughs> okay, cheers everyone, grab your drinks. Cheers, cheers, cheers. Ooh. That's actually really good. It kind of tastes like bubblegum. Mm. Right? Bubblegum, yeah, but without the chewing, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> I mean it does have that taste. Well, obviously. <laughs> I mean Okay, also, um, we're very sorry, technical difficulties. I've always done this through Zoom with Yousef, and now we are in the same room, so I had no idea how to record this, so our voices might be a little uneven. Yeah, uh, also, bear with us. I also don't know what I'm doing here. Like, <laughs> I was, I would make fun of them, and then like I have no really no idea what I'm doing here right now at this moment, talking to the microphone. And it's okay, you'll get used to it. Yeah, you'll get a hang of it. Yeah, this is my first time ever. Okay, so thank you very much for listening, everybody, and. Um, yeah, you know, like it's it's fun to to talk about things like especially degenerates, like how you guys talk about all the your degenerate shit. You know, like the whole like being here, being like back <laughs> home, like every, from all your past and everything. Like these tons of stories, and you know, like I feel like we all have those stories. You know, and, like those stories are like meant to be told. So of I'm glad you're giving uh, people a space to tell those stories because <laughs> I'm about to fill you in with a lot of them. A lot? A lot. Well, I'm going to ask you about one. What is one good degenerate story that you have? Because, you know, I know that my boyfriend has done some degenerate shit. I've heard a few stories. I don't know what story he'll choose to tell everyone. <laughs> but, you know, degenerate also, like we've always said on the podcast, like, Degenerate doesn't mean it has to be so wild, you know, it's like, it could be for you, you know, everyone's from a different culture, everyone's from a different life, like has a different life, like for some people just like going out and having a crazy night could be like a super degenerate, degenerate thing compared to some people might have to do really hard drugs in order to feel degenerate you know we've we've watched a few degenerate movies recently with johnny oh, depp in so it. they all have johnny depp in it all the degenerate movies have johnny depp in it. he's the number one shit? number one degenerate <laughs> ever you know like his name but, is right next to the definition of it in the dictionary and you know like when you you think degenerate i think you think him 
And you think Johnny Depp, like, if you're in love in Las Vegas, going to Vegas and, like, with a, like, like a full uh, suitcase with, like, full drugs, drugs. Full of drugs. So and, like, that, that's, like, another level of degenerate that I didn't know until I moved to New York, I feel like. And even, like, recently, I've watched those movies. Like, I've watched, I, we watched Blow recently. Blow is another movie of Johnny Depp, and he's, like, this young drug dealer. Drug dealer, dude? Yeah, I don't know. He starts, dealer. like, being a mule and getting drugs from Mexico and, like, Colombia. Yeah, from, I think I he think was so. started in Mexico, and then he went to Colombia. So yeah. he goes from like weed to like cocaine. And then he's, this is a true story, by the way. And Johnny, the place is, dude, that's, I think now he's out of jail, but. Also, Fear and Load in Las Vegas is kind of a true story. That's kind of a true story. Yeah. It's a book, you know, like right. the writer Hunter S. Thompson. Like he, he wrote this as a passage of like his life, but I feel like he tr- told the true story of his life, but he's not. About that story oh. where he's on, loaded on drugs. Correct. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Which we did talk about a few episodes ago. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> In totally. detail. I, I'm, I'm, going to, I'm going to be honest with everybody. I'm like, I have not heard every <laughs> single episode. But wow. I know, I know. It's I our know. relationship, guys. I, I slacked, you know? That's how, that's how you keep relationships great. But going back yeah. to yeah. stories of degenerate. Oh, degenerate. Do you have a good degenerate story you'd like to tell us? See what you said, like, or, like before, how it doesn't have to be involved, like a crazy story, the degenerate. Well, mine it is. So I feel like <laughs> this is just one of them, but like it's it's a crazy one. Um, in Denver, I I think it was like ten years ago, like twelve years ago. Um, you know, being a student in Denver, with like working at a McDonald's, like being super poor always like broke <laughs> eating like ramen noodles and mcdonald's so like, so wait wait just to like clarify um rodrigo's past a little bit oh yeah. he has moved a lot um lived in mexico and then like near california in then california. in california then moved to denver like to the whitest neighborhood ever <laughs> else, yeah. and then from there to pennsylvania and then New York. So that's like the background a little bit. And he's moved, even when he was young, he's moved around a lot. And so back to Denver, he moved to Denver for school, for college. Yeah, I, went, yeah. I moved out of my house at 18. Like, not that I had it bad in my house, but you know, like it was, I wanted to go for a change, like change of scenery. I didn't want to live in the same, uh, go to the same school as everybody else did from after high school. So I wanted to move out of that area because, you know, I feel like everybody that stays there, they, they, they stay stuck, you know, they feel like they're stuck. So I wanted out, you know, I wanted and out. You like, moved, and you like totally by yourself at I, that time. At that time, yes. Yeah. So like. It was the first time living by living yourself? By myself, yeah. Although I didn't, I moved in with roommates and like, like mm-hmm. we, we traveled from, because they were from San Diego, these, these other guys, uh, three other kids, actually four. Uh, we moved from, um, San Diego, we drove all the way from San Diego to um, mm-hmm. to Denver with the families, our families. So the families took us there, you know, and like it was collegiate house and like it's like an apartment where uh, there's a bunch of different apartments rented to uh, students and mm-hmm. we were just roommates. You know, it was, it was fun. Uh, oh, in Denver? In Denver, yeah. So yeah. it was like owned by the college. It, it, was, it was its own uh, apartment complex and then they would rent out a few 
apartments for the, the collegiate house, and it was called like this college okay. association like, for students. They would give students like cheaper rent. Cheaper, yeah, something. they would allow them to like have roommates, you know, like make it easier for them. Okay. So like Makes I would sense. pay a certain amount, and it didn't matter how many roommates I had at the moment, like I was going to pay mm-hmm. the same amount. Like at okay. some point I would live by myself in a two bedroom apartment in Denver mm-hmm. for like the same amount as I did for five people. Oh, okay. Yeah. So it was a little, a little crazy because, you know, like a bunch of kids straight out of high school, like we just, all we did was party oh, and party. So like, I didn't know, I knew Mexican partying, you know, like when I was in high school. What's Mexican partying? Mexican partying, like, you know, like back in, back in the day when I was, when I lived there, like since I was 16, like I kind of was, I was going to clubs, you know, <laughs> because like I was You're like 16, I think I was like watching Nickelodeon. I would too, but then go to the club. <laughs> I would watch Nickelodeon and then go to work and then go to the club. Uh, yeah, so it was, it was different. Like you start drinking since you're young, uh, like. 16 it's 15. legal to drink it, it was back then it wasn't as penalized like when i turned 18 they were like very more strict into getting like ids for people in the oh, clubs okay. and stuff so as soon as i turned 18 so i was like oh, i was good with it you know i would actually i would actually get profiles id to go to the club and like you know mm-hmm. i was sneaking with that rafa is his brother Rafael, yes yeah, so, <laughs> of course uh, my brother's ID to go to. And by the way, his brother is seven years older than him, so I don't know how that works. And he's like, but... like whiter than me, and so <laughs> we look completely different. But that picture, we look the same. And like funny story, once we went into the club and they let me in with his ID, and then they asked him for an ID. He didn't have one because I had his, and they didn't <laughs> let him in. <laughs> That's funny. Anyways, um, well, back to the Denver story. Right. Like to Denver, you know, so like I moved to Denver uh, when I got there, like I didn't move with a lot, you know, like my mom would help me like, send money sometimes you know, to pay rent and stuff mostly. Then I would just work at McDonald's to get my money for it. Oh my yeah. God, working yeah. at a McDonald's. Yeah, I know. Go- going to like school, like 40 hours and then 40 hours, and then, you know, like, I'll make like no money mm. still. But it was good enough for uh, for the weed and stuff. Uh, so. Well, Denver. Yeah, Denver. That's so. when, yeah. But like definitely the capital of like we um, that's so crazy i know nothing about denver well i knew nothing about denver or the west coast in general i guess before i met you yeah it was that. like no denver is definitely uh known for the weed because it was like the first the first city to have it legalized like then mm-hmm. uh seattle uh but then okay. denver like it's always been pushing for it since like years, like nine ladies, you know, like there was a lot of hippies, I guess, or something. Um, so like I moved there, and, like beautiful town, like great, you know, partying, but broke all the time, broke. And like at some point, like the second year after working, like all year long, you know, and I got my tax return because I was going to school. Mm-hmm. So I got a nice tax return. So I got a chunk of money back then. I think it was like $2,500, you know? Like, oh, so okay. like that's like 2500 yeah, But like, I was going to be like, whoa, and then I'm like, 5000 No. Two- yeah, no, 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 no. Wait, wait, wait. it was so. I told you, I was always two thousand five hundred dollars, yeah. which is it's not, we I mean, can't live with that here in New York. Yeah, no, but that was a paycheck. That was just like one. Okay, you know, yeah, it was like a good chunk. Of money. Yeah, right. chunk of money for me, uh, like a student. Like, um, so it was, um, you know, like it was my gift for like being mm-hmm. in school for two years. Right. And um, great. So I think the first thing I did, I got a piercing. Then, um, like that week, it was crazy. 
like every day, partying, partying, partying. Um, I had a job at the time, a different job. It wasn't a, a McDonald's, it was a different place. It was, a, it was like a burrito place, I think. I was like, selling burritos. I, was, I, would work the kitchen. I was working in the kitchen. Wow. I worked for like a month in there. Um, and uh, I didn't want a job. I just was there for like, you know, finishing like, yeah. my stay in Denver. And when I got the, this money, I think I got a piercing. Then, like, the next day, my friend like, hey, what's up? Let's go. They're like, oh, let's go to, what was it? Like, Red Lobster, I think it was. <laughs> or one of those, like, chain places. Yeah. And, like, let's go to eat, you know? Like, I said, I have to go to work after that. Like, it's okay. Just come. Like, don't worry about it. I'm like, all right, all right, let's go. And then you take it to work. Great. So we go, like, that's the time that I was drinking Jack Daniels. And, like, oh, like, wow. Jack and Coke. Jack right, because when you're in college, that's what you drink, right? Yeah. Jack and Coke. Jack and Coke, exactly. So, like, I was drinking Jack and Coke that day at the beginning. It's like a bro and, drink. Yeah, for, like, <laughs> just get drunk and, like, the sugar high from the Coke. <laughs> and, um, well, like, we were drinking there, and then he said, ah, oh, let's go to the mountains, you know, let's, let's go to Boulder. Like, they had, like, nice views. You go up 10 minutes in the car, and you're, like, super high up in the mountains. Mm-hmm. And you, the views are amazing. So we took, like, a box of wine. Like, you know, the box wine, box wine, yeah, <laughs> yeah, the box wine, like a small one. Yeah. And uh, we started drinking there, and they were like, Yeah, just call out work. I'm like, okay, fuck it, yeah, let me call out work. That's a good <laughs> idea. I just didn't even show up, like, I don't wow. even think I called. Um, and yeah, we kept drinking. So, like, we like after that, I think we went to a strip club, mm-hmm. then, um, one we went to another bar, then we went to the strip club, and at the strip club, like, I was like. So I take go to the ATM every time, you know, because I had money. So I was like, oh my God, it's cool. Two thousand dollars. Hundreds and wow. hundreds. And then um, yeah, so like you got to the point where we we're like super drunk and I started like I'm from Mexico, so when you go to the strip club in Mexico, you can touch everything you want. Like you can like go That's crazy. You know, go deep. You know? Like it's <laughs> like, you know, like football, like something like football expression. Sports analogies. Anyways, um, <laughs> synalogies. Anyone who watched Crazy Ex-Girlfriend, please listen to the song, <laughs> or you would know. Yeah, that's there's a, a song called Sports Analogies, which I love dearly. I love that song dearly because up until I watched that episode, I don't think I realized that sports, like men, will just talk about sports if they have nothing to talk about or even if they have something to talk about i think that's just the way of their bonding right it's just like how girls i i guess like if girls are in clubs in the bathroom it's like oh my god where did you get this yeah for guys it's like sports like bro did you watch <laughs> you, you watch soccer game yeah cool you Anyways, watch, you watch I digress. So, I think I've talked about this before too. Okay. But. So, so like, like I was saying in the when we were in the strip club, like I come from Mexico, so like it makes me in touch and you know, like have fun in strip clubs. So and, even like the girls, yeah, like you, you can yeah, yeah, basically she lets you kind of like it's a thing where like you can. So is it like, like if you pay more? Jesus, yes. Like, even you, if you don't pay, they let you touch. No, right? Well, you like you have to pay. You have to put money. You always have to have a bill. A dollar bill is perfect. And if you have a five dollar bill, it should let you touch more. You know? Okay. And then like if you get a private dance, then like you can touch a lot. You know, like 
And I, like, yeah. and then that depends on how much money you have, and then like she'll do as much as you want. Obviously, like, okay. Um, you know, so it's much more fun in Mexico to go to a strip club. Fun. Yeah, absolutely. Like it's more free to do things. You know, like, you can do more things in Mexico. Here is more limited. They won't do it. I mean, unless you have a lot of money, I bet they will. But anyways, like I was in this. Well, I was in the stage, but like the girl was in stage at Mexico. Like I said, you can touch. So here I'm in Denver thinking it's the same thing and it's my first time in the strip club and i go and like i start touching and they're like no not touching not touching not touching not touching then i was drunk so i kept touching and wow. like yeah so like and they she gave me a private dance and i kept touching and then they're like no that's it you get out you guys are kicked out they kick us out of the strip club. <laughs> you're cut off you're cut off that's it don't come back like, what the fuck no we're good no, 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 don't go don't come back we're like ah fuck all right so we, we just drove off and we were so drunk. My friend was driving. Oh, no. I think he was like super drunk. Um, so we started driving, driving, driving. I kind of don't remember a lot. And all I remember is we got back to the strip club. We like got lost and then we ended up back in the strip club. So here is us inside the strip club. And again. Then, again and all I see is this guy, the bouncer guy, a huge dude. I told you not to come this back. motherfuckers are back. So he tackled me out of there oh, fucking shit. place. He tackled me out of the strip club. Like, I was, like, tackled. Like, he told me to get out, and then outside, like, tackled me, and I was on the ground. Like, the dude was on top of me. Crazy. And I'm like, okay, we go, we go. You know, like, I don't know how we Did you it. have, like, like I don't when know. you went back into the strip club, did you guys just forget that you were there before, or? I remember sort of driving, and, like, we, end, we ended up back at the strip club. Like, we, I remember parking the car and be like, oh, shit, it's the same place. And then I don't remember going in. I just remember getting out, like tackled out. Wow. Okay. So this is how I picture it. Like, this is like a movie, like Dumb and Dumber. It's you know, these dumb. guys are like, whoa. And then they come back to the same spot. Like, whoa, bro. There's a strip club. <laughs> we should go. Let's in go. There. We should go there. <laughs> Jeez, that was basically that. Honestly, I won't That's how you. I picture it. It was basically that. <laughs> like, bro. And then this, this balancer, like, it's been five minutes since I kicked these motherfuckers out. Ah, like, and then. Oh, well, you know, like, the funny thing is that we were inside. Like, we oh got inside. So I don't know how we got inside. It was it was just chaos because at that point I was already like pretty much blacked out. You know, like wow. I just remember like things that happened after. It was like a hangover where it's like you have like little well, memories. The story is far from over, so like there's still a lot of coming. Okay, okay, and also like. Wow, so we got tackled out, and I, I didn't know it at the moment, but I think I had lost my hearing. But the I didn't know piercing. the piercing, yeah, the piercing that I had done. And it was like a gauge, you know, so like it was big. So like I didn't know it at the moment, but I think it got out of there. So like, anyway, we got in the car and we started driving, 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 again? driving again, you know. And then <laughs> we we were trying to go somewhere specific, and then we just ended up in the mountains again. And we were like already up by where the Pools Light Factory, which is like Ooh. 40 minutes away from Denver. I didn't know, even know there was a Coors Light Factory. That's where, that's where Coors is from. Oh, like the okay. Rockies. Have you ever seen oh, the yeah, Blue yeah, Mountains? That's true. That's yeah, the yeah, yeah. 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 Um, so, like, we were there, and then near there, there is a casino town like, called Blackhawk. Mm -hmm. um, and then we, we decided, all right, like, fuck it, let's keep going and let's go to Blackhawk. Might as well. We're already here. Mm -hmm. Yeah, let's go. Um, at the time, by then it was already late. It was like ten o'clock, I want to say. So wow, it was only ten, and yeah, that happened. <laughs> all that so far, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was it was crazy. 
um, I think by then I had to be getting out of work and Rafael, my brother, was going to pick me up. I never told him. So this guy, he went to pick me up and I was not there, you know? And like, oh, he never, shit. I didn't have a phone. Like, it was, it was just chaos. Like, it was. You didn't have a phone I didn't at have that a time? Phone. I didn't have a at phone. All? I, I think I had it, but I didn't. It was like either dead or. Okay. I don't know, but at the moment I didn't have a phone with me. So, okay. no way to contact him. Okay. And also, you know, me drunk. It's like. Oh, yeah. Forget about stuff. Um, anyways, like, we, we get there to. We were driving in the way my friend, like, driving so close to one of the walls on the street and like the, the mirror goes flying it's so bad oh, like wow. we were super drunk then we get to the town and um there's a red light before going into the town and he just passes the red light and there was a cop right there so he pulled us over oh shit oh no you know like we've made it all the way there and then like he pulled us over right in front of the town so obviously needless to say my friend got a DUI and in that town like there was so like I was sitting in the car waiting for my friend to be processed and everything. Um and like I noticed I didn't have my like H, you know, the piercing. So I decided to like get a shoelace, my shoelace. I, oh, uh... I put it there because so it wouldn't close. You know, it has a plastic the shoelace. Okay, on the top. yeah, yeah. So I put it there, right? So so smart on me. So yeah, I left it there. Then the cops are like, all right, dude, like your friend is gonna be thrown in jail. Oh, wow. We're going to put you, yeah, for the night, because you cannot drive anywhere. So um, we're going to put you somewhere. Like, uh, But in the meantime, like we, they took him to the station. And I was waiting at the station. So while I was waiting at the station, I go downstairs to the casinos, and I start gambling in the casinos. And I'm 20 years old. 20 years old, so I'm not even 21. What, what the station, the police station it's, is on the second floor of a casino? No, it was like on the top. It's, it's a tiny town, right? So he's on top of the mountain, the station, okay. the police station. It was like a little house. And then you go down the stairs, like big stairs, and then there's casinos there. So it's kind of okay. like, it's like a, it's a cute town. Like it's cool, like an old miners type of town. Okay. Um, so, yeah. So like I went to Gamble and then it was like, it was like uh, my birthday is August 2nd. Oh my God, it's a long, such a long story. So many details. But um, my birthday is August 2nd and it was like February something. But because my ID is from Mexico, my birthday was okay. Anyway, so I got away with stuff, you know, like gambling, and they thought I was 21. Um, okay. So then I go back to the police station, and they're like, yeah, we're going to put you in a hotel room. So, like, they took me to a police to a room, mm-hmm. and then I they put me there. I paid, and then I wake up the next day, Rafael's calling me in the, the room. Dude, where are you? And like, How, wait, wait, wait. I have too many questions. Yes, yes, yes. So they made you pay for a hotel. Yes. So they didn't put you in the room. They Literally, took me to they the hotel. They were like, you have to stay somewhere and stay go somewhere. sleep. Yes. You cannot keep drinking and gambling. No. How did they find you? Because you were back I was in the, in the car. But no, I, I was waiting at the station. And I told them, they couldn't let me off free, you know? They could have let me free. But I couldn't drive, obviously. And like... Uh, they said, uh, well, since you cannot drive, you're gonna you cannot be wandering around the streets here, so you need to, you know, we'll put you in a room. You you want you can you put yourself in a room? And I was like, I don't know. Like I was too drunk. They like, we have our cheap hotel, we can take you there. Like, all right, cool. Pay 50 bucks. <laughs> so I paid. Yeah, you were so drunk, you were just like, Oh, that sounds like a good idea. Cool. Yeah, no, I instead I, of like, oh no, I want to gamble more, or no, I want to drink. No, like you were just like, okay. Yeah, cool. Yeah, basically. Okay. Now, I, I didn't 
So then how did, Ro- how did your brother know to call you in that room? Okay, so funny story. Um, at that time, um, there was, so we had another roommate and his family was staying with us, right? So like Rafael was worried all night, you know, like. And yeah, he, and this kid disappeared. Yeah, so like back then, like our, I guess our finance, like he knew my password for like, for like my bank account. So he went online and checked my record and he saw the transaction on the on the hotel oh okay yeah he said wow i know he was like he couldn't reach me anyway because i was supposed to be at work i was supposed to be at work and then he just but he started seeing the transactions like strip club strip club so first first like wait so he was like he was like (laughs) my girlfriend he was like that the girlfriend, I was like, my boyfriend is cheating. I'm oh going to look he up. Went to, he went to, like, Red Lobster. He went to the, this other bar. Then he went to the strip club, strip club. Then he went to the, I don't know, other places. Like, he just wow. started looking at everything. And then he saw, like, in the morning. Well, the hotel. The hotel. Wow. Like, in the morning, he called. And I woke up. I'm like, yeah, I'm here. I'm sorry. You know, like, I like so bad. Like, super drunk still. Wow. So I get, I tried to get up. I couldn't walk. I was so beat up, so beat up from like it being tackled and the drunkness and everything. And the shoelace was on my, yeah. <laughs> I had a shoelace on my ear and it was not in the plastic part. It wasn't the oh. thing. So it started to heal. I couldn't take it off. It was so bad. It was really, really bad. So, you know, like I'm waiting for them to come. It was like two, it was like, like three, four hours. We, Rafa had a car, but he wouldn't made it up the mountain. And, my friend's family that was staying at our mm-hmm. house, they were, there was the last day they were about to leave. And they were like, wow, we'll take you. They'll take, they, they took the phone so, so they could come pick me up. Wow. And then we stayed gambling all day. <laughs> because the ladies were like, well, we came all the way up here, might as well gamble. So we started gambling and drinking all day again. And so, my friend in jail. Oh, so this is the story of how you blew the $2,500. Yeah, in one week. By, in one day. Well, like basically almost like $2,000 in one day. But like back then for me, that was like, wow. That is crazy. I Even now, I can never spend $2,000 in one day. Like, I don't yeah, know, unless it's like, I can, of course, yeah. but I won't because it just hurts, it hurts. to know that. Like, yeah. I spend, unless it's like, you know, you're buying like one big a handbag or something yeah. that you're ready for. No, like I'm saying like, blowing that money just like drinking and like that's yeah that hurts that was hurts tough. my <laughs> my soul, soul very much very much i was very disappointed with myself to that wow are you sure because i know you still spend money like that sometimes <laughs> who told you that who told you that well, that was a long story, but that was actually a really good story because, again, I don't have that. I mean, I guess my degenerate stories are a little different. I've had, like, some crazy sex stories, I guess, <laughs> but yeah, no crazy strip club. I've had drunk stories, too, but that's intense. Like, no one went to jail in my stories or no one. <laughs> I mean, my friend, I guess he ended up being in jail for the weekend. And wow. his sister had to bail him out, like, from San Diego. They were from San Diego. And, um, yeah, it was it was good. Jose Perez, cheers. <laughs> Wherever you are. Hi, moment. Jose. 
if you're out there. <laughs> if you're out there somewhere, I don't know. He was he was, he met his wife in Korea. Oh wow! Yeah, he met his wife in Korea. He was there for like army and stuff. Korean? Well, no, he's like Mexican, but like he's no, American. The wife. the wife is Australian, and she was teaching oh, wow. English okay. in that. Okay. You know. I mean, I guess that's like the only way you'll meet. Yeah, <laughs> like Korean foreigners family. meet in Korea, like. I guess the only jobs foreigners have in Korea are practically like army <laughs> or yeah. English teachers. I mean, that's not true. I mean, there are other jobs too, but like. I feel like, yeah, I feel like yeah. I've heard a lot of like English teachers in Korea. That makes sense. That's an easy way to get into a, you know, a country that you don't speak the language. Yeah. But, okay. But also it's like. But they need to know Korean too, right? They don't. That's the problem. Yeah. It's like a lot that of way people. Can do it. Uh, well, that's the thing. It's like it shouldn't be like that. You should actually be a teacher that is that knows how to teach English, because it's very difficult. Like teaching is very difficult in general, and it's even if you know the language, you don't know the grammar of it. You know, if you're like say you're you're Mexican, you speak yeah. Spanish, but. If you would have to teach, yeah, if you would have to teach someone, like, it's very difficult even knowing that. So me, like, I've tried to, like, private tutor kids and stuff, and I've always been, like, I can private tutor conversations, you know, like, conversations and reading, but I can't do grammar because I I learned the grammar by speaking it. So yeah. I don't, if I'm, like, I can't do the whole, like, this part has to, like, what do you call it like yeah i don't know any of that know like if, yeah if if someone was like explain that to me i would not be able to you know so mm. that's another thing it's like a lot of people take advantage of it they don't have education degrees they don't have anything yeah. they don't even know korean they don't know the culture there, yes. they just go there and you know what's really funny this, this, maybe this was because it was like 10 years ago but i remember when i was in college i met this dude from the fucking middle of no like i don't know illinois or alabama or some shit like that and he was in korea being an english teacher mobile alabama what is that Mo <laughs> <laughs> he was an english teacher there and what so yeah he was an english teacher and i met him I, I even forget how i met him but he was very like I went on maybe one date with this guy and then he was so and he wasn't even good looking he wasn't even tall he was like a regular normal american dude like not even fashion you know how koreans are so like yeah, obsessed with God, fashion yeah. and how you have to look and everything this guy was like super normal dude with the fucking puffy jacket it was winter like nothing special and i remember him it was like first date and we just went to eat i didn't even like kiss him or anything like no and i remember him being like oh are you gonna tell your friends that you met an american guy and, like it was such oh my god i'm so great and i'm like why <laughs> i was so confused at why he was asking me that at the time especially probably because i did live in america at one yeah. point so for me i was just like why you weren't that impressed yeah i was not because he was not even like super good looking yeah. or anything so if he was like super good maybe i would be like oh wow i'm like dating a super good looking american, american dude i don't know but it was so weird to me that he was like so are you gonna tell your friends like i'm like why <laughs> you know but i guess that's how probably like americans 
I mean, not Americans, but like foreigners maybe feel about Asian countries at that time. Right yeah, now, I, I know a lot of things changed. I think he does, he like, he did at some point get a lot of attention just because he was American, you know? Like, I feel maybe, like because that's like even a, foreign country, a while ago, more than 10 years like, ago. So I'm Mexican. And sometimes I go to Mexico and I get like a lot of attention, you know. But like because you're what you're tall, I'm tall and like fat, <laughs> and big, big fat, <laughs> you know, and like come with a Yankee hat, you know. But it's so, like they, they look at you as tourists, so you're a tourist, uh, okay, you know, they're yeah, different yeah. looking. Maybe so like mm-hmm. maybe the dude gets a lot of attention anywhere he goes in an Asian country. In America, he won't get any attention because no. he's just like a normal dude. So super normal. Oh, he knows his English, you know. Like, yeah. what, like what is that? Um, good for him. But like, yeah, no, I mean, I remember like in Mexico, I have like an aunt. No, I don't want to name any name, but like I have an aunt that like she <laughs> she goes. She's a like uh, English teacher in a school, and she doesn't speak in English. She's like the like the not the principal but like the leader of the like the English teacher in the school like like you know and like she doesn't even speak English. Yeah, but to be an English teacher, you have to teach English. You have to teach English. Yeah, no. So, so how do you teach English without teaching? Te- she just teaches like whatever the curriculum says, you know. Like, hmm. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, I know. Uh, probably better. I mean, but I remember all the teachers that they would just be a teacher because they lived in America for a little while, you know, and that's it. But yeah. Well, okay. Uh, question about that story. Well, not about the story, but so now that's like you were two years in, like a, only one or two years in living in America, right? Yeah. How different do you think you are from that time till now? How different I am? Yeah. Like that time you said like you didn't know like strip clubs you thought you could touch yeah. or, you know, things like that. I mean, I feel like I definitely learned a lot, you know, from just life in general, but living in America, like, I mean, it's not me the American way, like how like, like certain people see other races or like, like us immigrants uh, in the United States, like a certain way, but then once they know you, like, it's, you know, like they treat you like anybody else. Like, um, but it's, uh, I feel like me personally, I have, I've grown a lot living here. Actually, since I met you, I've grown way more, to be honest. But <laughs> before before I met you, like, I did, I don't know, like, I'm very Americanized, you know? Like, I, I feel like I got, I got to know a lot about America and, like, the way, you know, things like... I the, think Denver and Pennsylvania <laughs> do that to you. Yeah, like, that, like Denver <laughs> definitely got me in with, like, like, I was living in California and did high school in California, but I lived, like, right next to the border. So, like, half of my school was Mexican, and I only hung out with the Mexican kids, you know? So, like, I, I was and I was only introduced to American culture. And when I moved to Denver, it was different, you know? That was, like, real, real right. American. And then, so I got to learn all the jokes from the movies, you know? And right. Then, yeah. Like, um, you know, all the popular culture um, in college. And then in Pennsylvania, definitely, like, more redneck area. <laughs> Not to insult anybody out there. <clears throat> New York, then you learn everything, you know? Like, right. But well, in a way, I think if you only live in New York, you can just only live in your culture if you wanted to. Like, you were thrown into, like, totally, totally different, you oh, know? School, it, was yeah. like, it was, like, um, mostly white. Uh, there was Mexicans in there, too. But like mostly white and like 
half of them were my age, and then the other half were like out of the military, like older, like mm-hmm. in their thirties or like late like forties. So mm-hmm. everybody had been in the military, so everybody knew what they were doing, you know. So like I got to talk to meet these people, and they they taught me a lot, you know, like yeah, how, you know, how like American. Interesting. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I had a few questions to ask you. Uh-huh. Actually, we had a lot of things, you know, ready to talk about. For real. Which, I, I um, even, your, even take- your one degenerate story My, <laughs> took up I'm sorry, the podcast. It was very detailed, okay? <laughs> but um, to move on to, like, another question. What? Okay, so do you know what, the, like, a love language is? A love language. So this is a big thing recently. I know romance languages. <laughs> what? <laughs> romance language. What the fuck is that? <laughs> uh, you see, so like, what's romance a love language? Yes. What is that? What is a love language? And I'll tell you what is a romance language. Well, okay. Love language is there's supposedly there are five love languages of a person, and if you have to know your partner's love language in order to not reduce conflict but yeah i guess to understand more or to to make them happy yeah you know and so the first like the five are one words of affirmation two acts of service three receiving gifts four quality time and five physical touch which i know definitely we both one of our love languages is physical touch as we do, we are very like touchy, <laughs> which, which by the way, we work together and we're very good at being professional. I, I keep will my say, to myself <laughs> like the, the new people that start working, they, they don't know until we tell oh, them. Yeah. or if someone tells them, then they know, like no one would like guess it when we're working at work. Even, even when we, the people that have worked there since we met, like they didn't know for a while i i bet that a lot of people don't know how we are when we're like privately just together yeah i think they, they, they we, were like I, I don't even know what they think of us because we we fight at work <laughs> and we like actually I mean, we don't fight as much anymore at work <laughs> anymore. Uh, yeah, that's, we, but like when we first started working um together like full-time we did fight a lot more. Yeah, that yeah. Was, it, was, it was rough. Like at the beginning, it was good, but then uh, you know the real pressure of work because it was pandemic, so like we never really like work work too much together. Mm-hmm. And then until we got back to so work. So when we we did, I did tell this story before, but when we first started dating, the pandemic happened in two weeks after we started dating. So we just like automatically lived together. But anyways, okay, anyways, love language, okay, back love to languages. love languages. Yes. So from those five, I know physical touch. What else do you think is your love language? Like, so words of affirmations means like you need to hear someone tell you like, you're great. I love you. Like, you know, or I, I feel for or, that, like for that, I may, mm-hmm. I may use different types of words. But like, like affirmation, you're, I'm saying like to like, encourage yeah, you or to, whatever. Yeah. Okay. Um, Acts of service. Acts of, I, I do certain things for you. You know. No, like, this is I'm asking your love language. So what oh. do you need to feel? Oh, what do I need to feel yes. good? Like oh. 
what is your love language? You know, that's what I'm saying. And then acts of service is like anything your partner does willingly to make you feel more cared for. Like, oh, I like make food for you or something, you know, things like that. Does that make you feel better? Or receiving gifts or quality time. Like you have to spend time, you know? Um, well... Maybe it's just physical touch. <laughs> then we're perfect. We're both. <laughs> well, like, what? Which one is better? No, me? like, what is your love language? Like, well, what? What, do- what about all of them? Like, I like all of it. <laughs> like, I like I like receiving gifts. I like quality time. You know, I li- I like quality time a lot. I rather I know there's like times that there's no quality, but like, I rather like wait, 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 and then we'll have like some quality time. I think. Um, that's like more important to you in the relationship no I don't want to say more important I want to say like it's it's up there too because the thing is sometimes people have very different love languages and like for example I mean physical touch is an easy one where some people are just not into like not touchy you know but some some people really need this like touch or like someone like kissing you and touching you and then some partners are just not like that you know yeah so things like that if it doesn't match up there might be conflicts because of that because you don't feel loved enough i think i, I mean i i, I don't want to put any of them on on uh, on top you know uh if i was to pick one if i had to pick one so most of us have one or two preferred preferred love languages. Okay, um, I personally receiving gifts. I I could skip that one <laughs> because I'm bad at giving gifts. Like I'm really bad at giving gifts. Uh, I'm sorry, <laughs> but um, so like I rather, and then it's always awkward when you get a gift and you don't have a gift to give back. So it's like it's just awkward. Um, so I would skip that one. So it's a process of elimination here. Um, so quality time, I think I like that. I think I like quality time. Physical touch, I definitely like. Um, acts of service, certain times, you know, not, not always, but like, you know, sometimes it's nice to see something that somebody does for you, you know, like it doesn't have to be a lot. It could just be a little thing, you know, like. This makes me think that my love language is probably physical touch and acts of service. <laughs> now that I think about it. Yeah, you like yeah. to do things? Yeah. No, this is me receiving oh, what I receiving. like receiving. Oh, so you took your love language, what so you should... like doing. So that's what, what you like no not doing, what you like receiving. receiving. Okay. And words of affirmation, you like to be told you like to be told No, hey, no, that's not as important. You sure? Yeah. Hmm. Okay. So you like you rather have like acts of service done to you? I think that's more important. Because that that makes me feel like this person is thinking about me without me having to keep asking for something. Ah, I feel like I, I heard this before. So it's funny because we just this morning we were talking about this TikTok where um, this lady was explaining there are two different types of people in asking questions, you know, and it's kind of like some people ask in a way where it's not direct, but they're not giving pressure to the other person. That was the point was like, you don't give pressure to the other person because it's not urgent, but you kind of suggest 
that you need this. And then to the direct people, like that might sound passive aggressive or whatever. Okay, what I was trying to say was like these small things, like are you you feel like it's nothing, right? And it's just like a word difference, but it makes a big, big like conflict sometimes. And that those are the things you have to like kind of navigate, you know, in your relationship. Because even like this, like uh, love languages, you're kind of like, if you don't know your partner's love language, like if, if this person really loves receiving gifts all the time and this person like doesn't know how to give, doesn't give gifts at all, then this person is always, the other person is always going to be sad, you know? So I think this has to, in a way, in some ways, either you have to have similar love languages or you really have to know your partner well enough to make sure they feel loved by things that like even you do you might not feel like for you it might not be important to like this is for me oh okay you know what what a good example is you know love is blind remember so we watch love is blind yeah we did and excessively (laughs) me (laughs) me i'm talking about me got obsessed with shane and natalie I want to say something like Regina still follows every single character of the show on Instagram, and I I feel like I know them. I feel like I know them by now. So this is a thing. This is a thing. This is a thing. Shane in that series kept saying that you have to tell me. You have to tell me. He loved words of affirmation. He was like, "So I'm not pretty. Like I'm not handsome." Like he wanted to hear it constantly. And this girl just was like, "Ew, no! Like, why, why do you keep wanting me to say?" It's like she didn't understand that was one of his love languages. And I think that's one of the things that made them like off the rails later on because like it blew up. Like for Shane, it was like, "Oh, she doesn't love me because she's not saying this to me." And then for her, it's like, it's so annoying. Why does he keep wanting me to say something obvious that I like him already? Why do I have to keep saying it? But for her, it was yeah. annoying. Absolutely. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I do see being like um, those specific things right there being mm-hmm. like uh, important in your relationship. I, I do see it. Um, personally, I never thought of what was the thing I... Like, what do I like the most? Like, what do I like? Yeah, the, like, what do you, like, personally like, you know? What I personally like, I really don't know. And, like, I just, I guess I just figure it out. I like I receiving think, gifts. No, no. No, I do think you are physical touch and quality time. I think that quality time is very important for yeah. me. Yeah. Um, I like to, like, quality time, it could be anything. It could just be a, a good conversation, you know? Like, right. even, like, just being able to talk to somebody and, like, get, you know like with that person i think that's that's quality time for me um and then the i mean i don't think it's more some information that's just different yeah um yeah, yeah. interesting something like that by the way even before all of this i did want to talk about one quick thing that happened during my day <laughs> that i sent you i sent him a picture i sent rodrigo a picture because i was just like what is happening to this role? So during my break, <laughs> what role? The, the role that you ate? No. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. okay. So during my break, I went to uh, what is that place called? Pret la Marne. Oh, pret pret 
by the way, Rodrigo is pouring tequila shots, which oh, yeah. I don't need. Okay, you drink the shot. We'll do that later. But, um, so yeah, I went to have lunch and I got this ro- roll, like burrito type thing. And I looked at the ingredients because, okay, but I don't like cilantro that much. It is scientifically proven, scientifically proven that some people in their DNA have something that makes cilantro taste like soap. A cilantro like chromo- lotion. Chromosome. I don't know. Okay. It's so weird. So I can eat it. I, can, I don't like, normally I don't pick it out of everything, you know? Like I can eat it in guacamole. I can eat it in tacos. Like I'll eat it. But this fucking roll had literally like, like 10 stems, stems like stems. whole stems with leaves. Like it was full of cilantro. And I was like, that, that's not- who eats cilantro that much even people that like cilantro like i don't understand no one like okay you i like mint i'm not gonna eat like six ten stems of mint you know <laughs> no i'm just I mean, weirded out by that i mean as a mexican um i do i do know cilantro you know like we do use cilantro a lot in our cooking. right um like tacos and stuff like you add cilantro on top, um, but you don't add so much. Like if you go to Mexico, you don't add so much cilantro. It's just like a little bit, you know, like a, like a whisper of cilantro on top of the taco with onions, mm-hmm. just to give it's it a It's like extra. for yeah. the aromatics, yeah. kind of. Like, but yeah, the main thing is the meat. It's like, not like lettuce. No, like, like you go to you go to like taco places here in the United States, and like they put like a kilo of cilantro on each taco. And, yeah, like, that's it's like it just t- all tastes like cilantro. Cilantro is such a strong it's flavor, not, you yeah. know? Yeah, yeah. No, I, I never liked it so much. Like, I would always just, like, put a little bit. Even if it was too much, I would take some out because I don't like it so much. Well, it's overpowering. If I it's think. in the cooking, I don't care, you know? Like, right, right. Much you want, it really doesn't yeah. matter. Like, it's cooked. Uh, but just like that, no, I mean, I cannot be eating cilantro, raw cilantro like that. It was so intense that I was like, I had to take a picture of how much I took out of that tiny roll. It was like but that's so not much. Even, it's not even Mexican. Like, who else eats cilantro? Like, isn't it like Vietnamese soup? Like, yeah. Vietnamese, they use cilantro. Oh, like, yeah, yeah, thai, a lot. Right. Thai, like, right. But then French? Do French? French that's Fred la <laughs> Like, do they use cilantro in the cooking? The French? I honestly have no idea. I don't think so, personally. I have no idea. That was like so much cilantro. And I just, I don't know why I had to say this because, oh, you know what? Another love language that's not in this, these five. (laughs) Our love language. Yeah, I think that defeats it all. Oh, you know what? I guess maybe that goes for quality time. That's why it's quality time. Quality time. Because like when you eat together, you know. I, yeah, I mean, even yeah, if it's more as meal, like I like to have it with you. Right. Aww. <laughs> I'm so cute. <laughs> but um yeah, like I don't know. I don't know. Food, food is definitely the, yeah. the I think the number one love language uh out there which by the way like you never asked me about what is Roman's language. What languages. is Roman's language? Languages. Languages. It's actually like five as well. And I think it's 
French. It's like the, like the ones that come from Latin, you know? What well, has nothing to do with it? Well, those are called Romance languages, like, like Lengua Romance, at least in Spanish, I don't know, in English. I thought that's what you were talking about before. But, yeah. Why would I ask you about that? I thought this was like Jeopardy or something like that. I don't know. Jeopardy. It's Jeopardy. Okay, by the way, Rodrigo has a lot of words he says in a weird accent. And sometimes, it's, I don't think it's even a Mexican accent. Words honestly. of affirmation. No, oh. like it's Jeopardy. Who? Je- what is Jeopardy? Je- oh, also, like, okay, it's funny because, okay, this one is Mexican pronunciation is Ouija board. Say Ouija board. Ouija. 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 <laughs> that's the name of the Ouija board so there's a lot of words like that that I'm very amused well I'm not I amused (laughs) which are memes by the way (laughs) thanks for the translation Uh, people don't know people don't know out of nowhere memes like people will not know yeah that sounds like memes no no (laughs) If you, I guess if you know it, no, but so like memes, like when I heard memes the first time, I was like, what are those memes? Like, yeah, like that was weird to me too. I guess. Yeah. <laughs> memes? memes? What, what are memes? <laughs> okay, well. Well, I mean, since, since, um, since food is a love, love language mm-hmm. for us, then. I do think it's important. I think I talk a lot. Then I talk a lot of that love language because I, I speak a lot of it because I eat a lot. (laughs) So I eat a lot. Oh, what's funny is that one of my things, even since I lived in Korea, I feel like about when I look for a partner, I hate picky eaters. Like picky eaters, I can't deal with, and I always love when someone is like a good hearty eater. Like I remember in college, I remember in college. You call me fat just now? <laughs> in a good way. In a good way? <laughs> Great. No, I do think in college, so in college, I remember I went with these friends that I met for the first time in college and then we were like, hey, let's go shopping. So we went shopping and then there was a Burger King and my family, we're always big eaters. Like, I don't know. Everyone around me was always a big eater. So I never like, that's what I know, right? Yeah. So I go to college in Seoul, and this girl, she was like a really skinny girl. And so we went to Burger King, and this girl couldn't finish her Whopper Jr. And she was like, oh, so full. And she like ate maybe half. And I was like, I can eat like maybe two of those and French fries. And like, you know? <laughs> what, like, she just said half? Yeah, and she, it was like truly for her that was like. Is she full. Korean? She was very Korean. full. She was very Korean too? Yeah, she was Korean. And what does she eat usually? Like Korean food, like not Burger King? No, like she's a normal person, so she eats everything, but. But no, some people are, like don't even. Are, I know some people like that too. Like they. They, they just very, don't eat a lot, and yeah. that's why they're skinny, and that's yeah, why I'm fat. I hate them. I hate all of them. And no, I remember being so shocked because it was kind of like a culture shock kind of thing because it's like 
this does not exist in my family. Like, yeah, someone I, I don't eating know that. I don't half know. a burger no, no, and, like, truly eat, being full from that. You sometimes know? if you don't get, like, a second plate in my house, like, listen, my grandma's house when we used to go, like, that means that's disrespectful. You know, like, <laughs> you gotta go ahead and get up and eat more, you know, because everybody needs to catch up. Like, to, how dare you yeah, not eat more? Yeah, for real. Like, my whole life, it would just be, like, tons of food. But look, like, the, eat, eat. you saw what, them. Yeah, you saw them in Mexico. We just like, bring tons of food and like just have food. And then the next day you keep eating the same food. Okay, so this is what I mean. It's like, imagine, so these things seem such like such a small thing, but I think in relationships, it's very, very important because imagine if I was a super picky eater that ate like a tiny bit and you bring me home to your family and I'm just like, ew, I can't eat that. No, ew, I, I can't think, eat that. I think it would you be know? more fat because I would eat all your food. Like I would. You would be more fat? <laughs> more because I would like on purpose order the food that you don't eat. You're like, ah, since you don't want it. Like, and then I'll get you like whatever you want. You know, and then I'll still eat it with you. Like I'll order you and then me. Like order me for you. Too. I think you still do that, no? Well, yeah, I do that. <laughs> I still eat you food and then, and then more. Okay. So that's, that doesn't well, change anything. <laughs> well, <laughs> I think we said a whole lot of nothing this episode. <laughs> yeah, that was so very disappointing. Like knowing <laughs> that you know we didn't get to cure yeah, cancer. We... we didn't get to cure cancer or anything like that. <laughs> rocket but, science well rocket surgery i still hope um everyone enjoyed we're gonna do a shot and, before we... oh we will everyone uh if you want to do a shot with us we'll grab your drinks oh, uh absolutely. let's do a cheers second cheers of the episode absolutely. oh god okay yes. cheers thank you so much for listening hope you enjoyed rodrigo any last words? Um, I just want to wish everybody a uh, Merry Christmas. Great. You know, That's thank you amazing. very much for listening. <laughs> thank you, thank you, thank you. Um, all of Rodrigo's information, information uh, Instagram handle will be below where, you know, all our handles are. <laughs> below. Um, thank you. I, just, I don't know what happened just now, but Thank you for listening. Um, reach, comment, like, what? oh, now I lost my whole train of thought. Oh, my I'm God. Nervous. So please reach out, uh, especially to, like, Yusef, too, um, for a speedy recovery. Oh, yeah, shout out to Yusef. Honestly, I want to light one up for you. <laughs> you know? And... You know, send us stories, comments, questions to Degenerates NYMP everywhere. We are at Degenerates NYMP on Instagram, TikTok, uh, Gmail, and www.degeneratesnymp.com. And yeah, I hope you enjoyed. And thank you, everyone. As always, get laid, get high, get drunk. Yes. <laughs> yes. Thank you for listening to Degenerates Not Your Mom's podcast. Bye. Bye.